Um, oh, I don't even have... I don't even have the document open. I was too focused on our microphone. Freaking out. Although I guess maybe it's not the, the mic's fault. Maybe it's my in the my headphone jack and my computer. Like, what even is that? I don't know. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our stupidly large DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two discs enter. One disc leaves. This is... DVD Deathmatch. All right, let's start, I guess. Let's go. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. It's DVD Deathmatch. (laughs) It's your pals, Mike and Liza. Here we are. We're here. We're getting a late start because, hey, the kids don't want to go to sleep. Hey, the headphones aren't working. <laughs> hey, it's it's late. Yeah. Well, it's late. Listen, this is your dream come true. Last week you didn't want to wear the headphones. Now you don't have to wear the headphones. I merely asked about wearing the headphones, and you <laughs> clearly took it as like, oh, I guess you don't have to wear the headphones, but like, why wouldn't you want to? Exactly. And I, I, all I did was ask the question. You did ask the question. Whew. <laughs> a lot of long simmering resentments coming out on the on the D match tonight. Oh boy, how's it uh, going? Uh, it's going okay. I'm tired. It's a long day. Wait, wait. You're tired? Come on. Um. <laughs> you no, know, I'm like you know I'm dragging ass as they say. Sure. Me too. Uh. Me too. Dragging ass today, just like can't get the energy going. Had had a couple of uh, can't get a going. Can't get it going. Oh, big doings on Mayor of Easttown this week, by the way. Oh, God. Uh, used guys. I don't want to talk about it. I'm too upset. Okay. Also, we don't want to spoil anything. Right. Um, <laughs> so I want to apologize in advance if I feel, if I'm a little low energy tonight. I feel a little low energy. <laughs> it's a great way to start off a podcast. Be like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any topics at the top? I don't. I don't think i do either what have you been watching um i don't know lots of youtube <laughs> great yeah perfect yeah that's yeah. fun nice relaxing yeah i feel like i go through these like uh cycles of really being into something like binge watching something and then it's over and then i don't know what to do with myself and then i'll just like start going down the youtube rabbit hole every time it's like oh you're sitting down let's like watch something and right now I'm in a very like YouTube space where That's nice. Yeah. You know what's happened since we last spoke to the listening audience? What? We went to the movies. We did go to the movies. We went to the Cinematheque. We did. And we saw Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which is has a tenth anniversary release. Yeah. Um and it was really fun. It was great. Yeah. It's we went like, to a movie theater with other people. Yeah. There. Just like a normal movie. Scott Pilgrim is Maybe one of my favorite films. Not maybe. Definitely one of my favorite films. Possibly, like, top three favorite films. Yeah, like, I had, um, I got these, I was like, oh, we have this uh, kind of date night coming up. Let me get a dinner reservation. You know what? And we'll go back to the movies. It'll be great. <laughs> we, we, did, we did get to go to the movies once during the pandemic. We did. As my birthday present. But it was like, uh, we rented out a theater and this was more of a normal movie going experience. Yeah, this was a normal movie going experience but it was very fun and I was like, hey Lies, got tickets to see Spot, Spot Bilbum. <laughs> <laughs> Sc- 
Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Got tickets to see Spot Pilgrim versus the girl. Uh, <laughs> oh, we lost her. She's gone. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. So, got tickets to see Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and uh, then we went, we saw the movie, we had a nice time, and as we were leaving, I was like, oh, when was the last time you watched that? And you were like, three days ago. <laughs> and I was like, god damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, well, because it's one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I have nothing to watch. I'm yeah. like getting ready for something, let me just throw something on, and that is like very throw-onable. I don't know. <laughs> My most throw-onable movie for me right now is Spotlight, which is Spotlight. a different vibe. It's a really different vibe. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know what? Let's stop talking about all these movies that we didn't watch this week and talk about the movies that we did watch this week. Hey. Yeah? Oh. This week we watched two movies. We watched Varsity Blues from 1999 and Mean Girls from 2004. That's true. We did. Yeah. Um, let's start with Varsity Blues. <laughs> let's start. Let's start. I was going to say something else, and it went out of my brain immediately. Great. All right. Varsity Blues, 1999, directed by Brian Robbins. The IMDb summary is... A backup quarterback is chosen to lead a Texas football team to victory after the star quarterback is injured. Wow. A novel plot line that I've never heard before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Varsity Blues, the DVD, the pop-in, yeah. no extras. No extras Zero extras. A real Bobo DVD. Um, some trailers, though, for some other MTV films, because this is an MTV film. It is. So Remember MTV? Yeah, remember MTV when it was not just ridiculous? When it was relevant runs? at all? Have you seen that that image going around of the, the MTV like schedule, the like grid? No. It's ninety percent like there was it was just a meme a couple weeks ago of the grid of like, oh here's what's on this week on MTV. Uh-huh. It was ninety percent ridiculousness. Oh my god. It was insane. We're just living in uh idiocracy. Yeah. Yikes. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like, <laughs> it didn't, not to go on like a tangent or anything, but remember how, just think about how central MTV was in our lives. Like, yeah. TRL, like, mm-hmm. pop-up video, just like, right. just all of the real world, road rules, all the challenges. Like, right. it was... Even through, like, Jersey Shore, which was right. not, like, uh, obviously high, high art. Us. Yeah. But, what, but... Was a big cultural phenomenon, yeah. And, and Teen Mom and Sixteen and Pregnant yeah. and all that stuff later on. Um, and now it just feels like it's really, like I thought. I thought it was like, oh well, you're an old person now, so MTV isn't for you anymore. But I think just MTV is no longer it's relevant for anybody anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I guess is a shame? Question mark. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Who knows? Back to Varsity Blues. <laughs> it's an MTV film, which means that the soundtrack is like. The soundtrack is curated. Like, you can there tell. There goes my hero. <laughs> but there's like, oh, there's Green Day and Collective Soul. And like, <laughs> just like, they were like, we're going to put this movie out. We're also going to put this CD out. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a football movie. It's a football movie. And guys, I love a football movie. You do. I'm here for it. I'm like not, I'm one of those people, one of those people, I don't know if this is a thing I've ever encountered before, um, but 
I do not follow sports ball. I'm not uh, particularly into the sports ball. I was a cheerleader in high school, but I wasn't a cheerleader because I was really interested in watching football or basketball. Um, And I went to Penn State. I don't care about football, which doesn't make any sense. But get get me at a game and I'm immediately into it. Yeah. Which is probably just because I'm like competitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. (laughs) Um, but, uh, But yeah, so this like... Football movies are my jam. Remember the Titans? My jam. Yeah. So how does this... Let's start there. How does Varsity Blues for you compare to Remember the Titans, Friday Night Lights the movie, Friday Night Lights the series, uh, what's another football movie? There are so many. But But what's another big one that you... I know Remember the Titans is very important to you. Yeah. Well, I mean very important to me. I like Remember the Titans. (laughs) Remember the Titans is is certainly better than Varsity Blues. Um, It's still the same. I mean, and here's the thing. It's not like I think like, man, football movies are amazing. It's just... It just hits... It hits for me. All of that stuff. I love that shit about the like uh, underdog quarterback coming in and saving the day. Um, Remember the Titans is all that race stuff. It sure does. Paints a real pretty picture on it, and yeah. I'll take it, sure. It's nice to pretend, you know? Uh, Denzel Washington, there's always good speeches in football movies. Well, there's good speeches in Varsity Blues. Yes. I mean, there's there's speeches in there's Varsity Blues. There's speeches in Varsity Blues. They try. They, they try. <laughs> um, but yeah, Remember the Titans is way better. Friday Night Lights, the series, is certainly better. I, I love Friday remember, Night Lights. I know. I don't remember Friday Night Lights, the movie, so much. Friday Night Lights the movie, the coach is played by Billy Bob Thornton. Now, in this movie, there's a character named Billy Bob. There is. Oh, Billy Bob. Kind of interesting. Sure. (laughs) Not really at all. It's like, you know, uh, JFK had a surgeon named Lincoln, and Lincoln had a surgeon named Kennedy. It's not true either. (laughs) Um, Anyway. But, so, I mean, first of all, or eighth of all, because we've been talking about it for ten minutes now. Uh, James Vanderbeek is in this. James Vanderbeek is in this. You've got Paul... anyway. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Walker is the golden child, R.I.P. Yeah. And he gets hurt. He basically tears every ligament in his knee during a game because right. he's been shooting cortisone into his knee at the request of his coach, played by John Voight. John Voight. So yes. that'll come up later. <laughs> um, and uh, so the, he. Just fucks his knee up, and James Vanderbeek, who's like kind of a nerd, guys. He should be studying his playbook, but really, he's reading Slaughterhouse Five, so like he's yeah. kind of a nerd. He's got brown hair in this, you guys. Yeah, they show him reading <laughs> when you they introduce him as he's into football, but he's reading Slaughterhouse yeah. Five. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's he's a nerd, but he's a great quarterback, and he steps in, yeah. and he kills it, and he becomes, and that's the thing that I think is maybe fun and interesting about Varsity Blues is that it takes place in a small Texas town, which I have never lived in or been to a small Texas town, but you, this is a stereotype about them, right? That you, these towns are, football is it. Right, that's the whole Friday Night Lights thing. That's right. The, yeah. Um, and they just dominate the town. Right. Um, and I got, you know, like going to Penn State, again, I got a little bit of a sense of that. Yeah. Where it's like... You know, on football days, the town itself would shut down. Right. Because it was assumed that everyone was at the football game. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, I guess, is like an interesting take on it. 
I don't think it's interesting because there's another movie slash TV show that does it way better. Fine. Personally, <laughs> okay. I mean, fine. It's, it's the it's like the thing I know about high school football, so it didn't strike me as novel, mm-hmm. even though this came I think before Friday Night Lights. Yeah, definitely. but it's probably like based on this. It's probably they saw the book or something, and we're like, we're gonna steal that for. Yeah, the, I'm just assigning all bad motives to everyone involved in this movie. I love it. The other uh, notable question mark thing about Varsity Blues is that. Uh, you know, 1999, we're talking pretty much height or beginning of the height of like raunchy teen movie, right? Right. So this is a combination of that where you've got, it's rated R. Right. That is interesting. You see boobs. You they do say, see boobs. They say fuck a lot. <laughs> they do say fuck a lot. There's, there's teen partying. Teen partying. Um, yeah, I mean, there, I did not expect it to be rated R, and then it was rated R. And then, and I mean, that's, but it was, what? That's just funny. I didn't expect it to be rated R, and then it was rated R. Well, I just mean, like, I just mean that I was expecting a PG-13 teen right. movie. And, but it's so funny, and we've talked about this before, like, when a thing is rated R and you figure out what they spent their R rating on, mm-hmm. and it's one scene at a strip club. With yeah. boobs. The other thing that they spend it on is just saying fuck a lot. Yeah. And and it's like, okay, great. I don't know. It, so, Cards on the Table didn't love Varsity Blues. No. No, didn't do much for me. Um, and I, you know, I'm not a huge, not a football person at all, but I do like the show Friday Night Lights a lot, even you though. You do like Friday Night even Lights. Even though I don't, like, I had to, you had to explain a lot of the football stuff to me. I did. While we were watching it. I did. Um... There's some, you know, I don't, I don't think James Vanderbeek's very good, um, I, but I do like that actor who plays Billy Bob a lot, and I think he does a good job, yeah. and that's a good. He's like he, so Billy Bob is like um, the, the, I don't know what how you describe like that position in a football team, but he's like a guy who blocks a lot or something. I don't know. Yeah, so Billy Bob is played by Ron Lester. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a big big old boy. Right. He's fullback is what it's called. Gotcha. Thank you. Blocks for the quarterback. Thank you. Um. Yeah. No. Go ahead. So that actor is really good. Yeah. And but that's that's it in terms of like performances in the movie. (laughs) I think you got young Jesse Plemons in one scene. Do who shows up in Friday Night Lights the show? Yep. Man. Man. Lincoln Kennedy. I mean. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But uh. But yeah, there's not, and there's, you know, there's also, um, so there's some iconic stuff from the movie that I think everyone remembers. I don't want your laugh. Right. From the trailer, there's James Vanderbeek, that line. Yeah. And then, uh, which I think we're, we're watching it and we're like, in the scene, it doesn't play as big, but it feels like the trailer is what made that line a big deal. Yeah, because in this scene, it's you, you. So from the trailer, it looks like it's this huge fight with his dad, which it technically is, but that is immediately interrupted by Bacon, Billy Bob's pet pig, showing up at the house, and uh, what's oh Moxon Johnny Moxon realizing that Billy Bob is in trouble essentially because the coach has really railed into him said it's his fault that Paul Walker QB is injured Mm -hmm. because oh my gosh we're all over the place with the plot on this but how he gets injured is Billy Bob 
has a concussion and the coach makes him play anyway. And he is going in for a play at the end of the game and he passes out. And so the court, so QB gets sacked and they tear up his knee. Right. Um, and, uh, so Billy Bob is blaming himself for Paul Walker character getting injured and, you know, it's his whole future. That's his whole future right. is, is his scholarship to Florida state. Well, um, <laughs> wow. what Florida is not good. Okay. <laughs> there said it. The other iconic thing from the movie is the whipped cream bikini scene. Whipped cream bikini. Where is it? Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Trying yeah. to seduce James Vanderbeek. Cause now he's the quarterback and all she cares about is power. Well, here's the thing. And I <laughs> okay. made a note of this. Her plotline, that plotline does not make sense. I mean, from the very basic fact of like whipped cream does not have the stability to stay like that. That's no, clearly shaving cream. It would just melt off. off. Her, yeah. yeah. Um, but also comes so, out bloop, 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 bloop. Bloop. so her whole thing is that she's dating Paul Walker quarterback. He's injured. His future is shot. James Vanderbeek is now the star. So she tries to seduce him and James Vanderbeek is like, what are you doing? I have a girlfriend and you right. have a boyfriend. I've read and, Slaughterhouse five. Right. And she's like, She's like, it's my ticket out of here. But earlier in the film, he makes a point to say, like, she's actually really smart. And, like, he's known her since kindergarten. So she's so she's smart. She gets good grades. And she's a cheerleader. So, like, she don't need no man to get out of that small Texas town. But she thinks she does. But, like, that doesn't make any sense. Internalized It's 1999. Misogyny. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> hey. It's not 1992. I know. I know. So that whole plotline does not make any sense. <laughs> I agree. I agree that a lot of the stuff doesn't make sense. The thing that I, watching it, that I liked uh-huh. about Varsity Blues, uh-huh. that I was like, this feels different than other football movies. Yeah. Because that, just to say it, that's kind of what my issue was watching it, is like, I've seen this done better. Mm. And, you know, like I've seen so many of these exact plot points done better. Yeah. But the the thing that felt different to me, and maybe I'm just not thinking of of another movie or something, but is that this movie, like the coach of the team is fucking evil. A monster. Is a monster. Yeah. And it's played by John Voight, who is also a monster. Yeah. And, is, um, and he is <laughs> so like... Not a stretch. A, he's abusive of his team, of his players, and he's... Like, Mentally cr- and physically. Right. He's cruel to them. Yeah. And then also he's like... Injecting them with steroids and and having them destroy their bodies for football. Right. And that is an interesting thing. Like, to me, that's really interesting and it goes unexplored. Is like, the movie likes football too much to actually explore, like, what, how these kids are destroying themselves for it. Yeah. In, like, an interesting way and and all that stuff. Because in the end, like, it all comes down to the big game and are they going to win? Yeah. And I think I said when the credits rolled, I was like, all the worst people won and no one learned anything. (laughs) Um, But that thing, there's there's a hint of something there with how the coach is a monster. Yeah. And they, you know, at one point, at one point in the climactic, game they're gonna all walk off right they revolt and they it's like the running back has now injured his knee and the coach is trying to inject him so that he can play and win the game and uh james vanderbeek says i'll walk and then they all say they'll walk he says i don't want your game (laughs) he does not say that's what he says throughout the thing i don't want your whipped cream bikini yeah um (laughs) yeah and uh (laughs) Yeah. That's, 
The reaction I love. <laughs> I got there. I, I, I fully wasn't listening. I it just took a second. No, um, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, my my last note for this film is, oh yay, the underdogs won. Wait, because that's the whole thing. Is that like you want you want it to be a team of underdogs, and it's not. It's literally the the winningest team in, yeah. in this world. Right, and they and they win the game. Spoiler alert: right. they win the final game. Right, um, and it's like I the, I do love I do love. So there's a, a whole bit where, um. They're at a barbecue with what's Paul Walker's character's name? Um, uh, uh, Christopher uh, Gor- Gor- Gorbin. Sir. <laughs> Let me click on. He's the number seven. Name. Lance Harbor, baby. Lance Harbor. So Lance Harbor, Paul Walker, uh, and uh, Johnny Moxon and their families are at a barbecue, and Lance's dad is showing off and like you know, basically uh, is at odds with Johnny Moxon's dad because Johnny Moxon is an underdog. Like, oh, that's the most action your son has seen. Like, blah, 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 whatever. And so there's barbecue and Lance's dad puts a can on his head and tells Lance to knock it off with a football. So he does. And then Johnny Moxon's dad does the same. And he's like, oh, you're being stupid. I'm not going to do this. And then he, it's a very like weird, like vertigo shot. Oh, yeah. People taunting him. Fire that fucking pig skin. Um, and he throws the football and hits his dad in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're at the game and basically they need to stop the clock so that they can make another play. And so he sets his team up and then he throws the ball out of bounds and he hits the mascot that's like making fun of them and making fun of their quarterback who just got hurt. And he hits the mascot square between the eyes and the dad has a realization of like, oh, God. He did it on purpose. Yeah, right. And I really like that. I think it's very stupid, but I'm just like, <laughs> like it makes me giggle. And then it comes back again in the final game where, again, they need to stop the clock. So he uh, throws the football out of bounds and uh, knocks the mascot off their horse because the other team's mascot is on a horse. Uh, listen, Amen. I'm not saying it's a great work of art. Great. But I do like it. <laughs> I love that for you. Also, Scott Kahn <laughs> is in the movie as like a... Tweeter? A tweeter as a like an avowed date rapist. Like he just yeah, it's is, not good. There's also a lot of I mean there's you know, I don't like it's we're not real we're not problematic. The, we're not the like problematic police for movies from the nineties, but like we kind of are. And like <laughs> and like there's a real uh uh fun line early on with just a, a Gay slur in it. Yeah, just dropping the F bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, will fear no blanks from Bing Bangvale. Bangvale. They're about to, they're gonna play Bangvale. I will feel no I will fear no blanks from Bangvale. Yeah. It's, it's not it's not good. Not it's good. not good. But then uh, not defending it in any way, not defending it at all. But <laughs> but wanna point out that they do I mean it's not subtle. It's not a subtle film, but they do frankly point out with the running back about how Essentially, he's one of the best players on the team, uh, and the coach is not getting people in to look at him, to scout him for college. The coach to, and the coach keeps having him run the ball and then handing the ball off to someone else to get the touchdown right. because he's black. Right. And he says that out loud, and then there's a whole... I mean, it's a very like white savior thing that happens, Yeah. but the fact that they literally just say that out loud at all is yeah, like, sure. okay. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, obviously, 1999, problematic times, y'all. <laughs> it's weird, and we'll talk about this a lot with the next movie, too. Mm-hmm. It's weird that, like, the movies from the late 90s, early 2000s, somehow often feel way more dated yeah. than the movies from, like, the 70s or 80s that right. we watch sometimes. I don't know. It's, it's like, Well, I think it feels that way that because... Way. Yeah, I think it feels that way because when you're talking about movies from the 70s or the 80s, it was just kind of, like, blind blanket problematic, right? Like, we're just yeah. doing, like, stereotypes and stuff that's almost flying under the radar. Whereas... In the 90s and the early 2000s, it was like, isn't blackface funny? Yeah. yeah, Isn't it funny? We know it's wrong. It's racist. Isn't racism funny? And it's like, well, no, it's not. It's not funny. It's that thing where people are like, oh, they think that like the civil rights movement happened and then racism was cured. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's a funny joke that we can make fun of it. As opposed to before that, when it was just like. This is what life is. Yeah, you're. I think you're. You're. You're right. I think you're really onto something there. That it's like, there's a genre of of like, comedy. And we'll talk. I guess we'll talk about the next movie. We will talk about it with but the next movie. <laughs> that is like, oh, we're post racial, so we can do all this. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're not post racial. We're not post racial. Yeah. Um, I'll say it, guys. I've declared. We're not. Anyway, that's Varsity Blues. I don't have anything else. I, I, My last note, like I said, is all the worst people won and no one learned anything. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I still I still love this movie. It's awful. That's it's great. terrible. And I st- but I'm still, like, completely here for it. I love that. <laughs> I'm here for so many terrible movies. <laughs> I, would, I, do not, I wouldn't want to take that away from you. <laughs> okay. Um, we should move on. But first... What's the connection? This was a weirdly hard one to find a connection between. And I th- I was like, oh, this will be easy. But it was difficult. And again, there's maybe something I'm not thinking of. Are you laughing at me? Because I just repeated what I said <laughs> again. Okay, I was in a meeting. You <laughs> didn't say anything. I was in a meeting where it was like an important meeting. And, P- and I was practicing like a, a thing that I had to do for people. <laughs> And I and I was getting notes on the like thing. A, like a presentation. Yeah, like a presentation. That's what we'll call it. And uh, I was getting notes on my presentation. And someone was like, uh, you tend to repeat things. Like you've said something and then you say it again. And I was like, oh, okay, good note. And then I came to you afterwards. And I was like, oh, they said I like repeat things. I say stuff once and I say it again. And you were like, hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so, I guess that's the thing that I did. Anyway, what were we talking about? This was a difficult one because I, th- well, not because, but I thought this would be easy. Right. Um, because they're both high school movies. Right. And also just like star a lot of people who right. know. Right. But they're high school movies that take place like, they, they were sh- shot like, just long enough apart that none of the people would cross over. Right. In kind of like different eras. Right. Exactly. Anyway. Um, so the connection between Varsity Blues and Mean Girls is Paul Walker from Varsity Blues starred with Anna Gasteyer from Mean Girls in a movie from 1998 called Meet the Deedles. Meet the Deedles? What the heck is that? <laughs> it's a comedy. And I guess... 
Paul Walker and another guy are park rangers who then become, or no, surfers who then become park rangers or something. It's like a, I remember <laughs> when it came out and I remember even at the time being like, I don't know what's that. And this was when I was going to see every movie that had come out. <laughs> like every, like once a week went to the movies with my friends yeah. in junior high. Yeah. And anyway, so Meet the Deedles is the connection. That's hilarious. Our next movie is Mean Girls from 2004, directed by Mark Waters. You've heard of it. Yeah, classic. <laughs> IMDb summary. Katie Heron is a hit with the plastics, the A-list girl click at her new school, until she makes the mistake of falling for Aaron Samuels, the ex-boyfriend of alpha plastic Regina George. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, cutting out, a, like, half the plot from that, right. like, the Janice and... Yeah, she's not just a hit with the plastics, like, she kind of infiltrates the plastics. Right, exactly. Um, uh, so we have some notes for the IMDb Summerist. We do. <laughs> but, uh, popping off, you put the disc in, it looks fine. It's got extras, yeah. including a gag reel. A great gag reel. A great like grill. five minutes long, well put together, really funny. Fun. I love it. Really I love fun it. And I love funny. it. I love it. I love it. So that's the so Lindsay Lohan. Remember her? Height of her powers, as we always say. Yeah. This is like the that run from Parent Trap to Freaky Friday to this. Tales of a teenage drama queen. Yeah, forgot. that's in there too. I forgot, yeah. Just uh, my Freaky luck. Friday. Just my luck. I said Freaky Friday. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Weird weirdly aggressive. <laughs> Um, so, but this is like, this is the Lindsay Lohan movie. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. She's like, and she's great in it. And it's written by Tina Fey, right? Yep. And it's like, I, I don't need to fucking explain Mean Girls to you. Right. People. You know what Mean Girls is. Right. But it is interesting to, to remember kind of where we are. Lindsay Lohan at the height of her powers. Tina Fey, not at the height of her powers, but in a time when <laughs> SNL was still like, Relevant and good. <laughs> this this um, this like put Tina Fey at the height of her power. Right, this exactly. Is like this is pre kind of Sarah her... Palin stuff, but yeah. still she's like hosting Weekend Update and like right. she's you know pre Thirty Rock and, and right. all that stuff. Um, and it's produced by Lauren Michaels. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you know this is very like of that era when right. SNL was was. I mean like you know. I, SNL is still sometimes funny. People still like it. It's fine. But people still will fucking I feel like, love it. I feel like every generation is like, man, my yeah, SNL exactly. was the best. But um, um uh, so because it's an SNL, Lauren Michaels production, you got Tim Meadows, you got Anna Gasteyer. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. <laughs> Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it's so uh, what's your history with this movie? I mean, it's funny because I don't know that I have I have much of a history. I saw it when it came out. I liked it. I was quoting it just like everyone else. I feel like it feels like one of the ones that I kind of left thinking like, oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that was that was a good movie. And then everyone else was like, oh, my God, this was the best movie I've ever seen. And, right. I, and I kind of got swept up in the madness, the sure. Mean Girls madness, and was like, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, not that it isn't funny, but you no, know what I funny. mean? Like, yeah. it's not like... Off of that, here's here's the thing with Mean Girls, is, and this is to take nothing away from Mean Girls. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I it's, uh, you know, I have, uh, like, I feel the way I feel about it, whatever, but, like, it's... A solid comedy, and it's amazing how 
when people see a solid comedy, they freak the fuck out. Yeah. Because there's so many, like, comedies that don't really work. Yeah. Like, people are trying hard and their heart's in the right place. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come together. Like, some Mm -hmm. casting thing doesn't happen or the director doesn't know what they're doing or whatever it is. Yeah. And there's just an amazing thing when people, when I, and I do this, when I see a solid comedy. Right. That has funny jokes in it. Yeah. (laughs) That I, where I, like, freak the fuck out. Yeah. Like, you know, you've heard me talk about Walk Hard. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, the the Game Night, which is another Rachel McAdams oh my God. performance, which is killer. It's killer, you guys. Game Night is so good. And it's it's not, like, it's not life-changing or anything. Right. It's just a good comedy. But it's a comedy. good comedy. And yeah. a good comedy is such a special thing. Right. And, like, Mean Girls, like, Mean Girls has so many good jokes in it. Yeah. And I, I don't love Mean Girls, and we can get into it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, or not, it's not that I don't love it, it's that it's, like, I feel like it's it's almost like a victim of its own success where the, it spawned so many movies like it or something that that it feels dated in a way that's not its fault or something. You know, I don't know. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. But um, the point is that just like it's a solid it has solid jokes in it. Yeah. And like I feel like people are so hungry for that as <laughs> in a movie. Yeah. That it, like a movie that's actually funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, the one of my notes for it is definitely that it 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 feels formulaic. Yeah. Not necessarily in a bad way, but it's like it's like oh yes, this is like oh, it's a movie that you would study if you were taking a comedy writing class mm-hmm. because here's the setup. Like you know, I don't know, I don't write movies. Hey, neither <laughs> do I, really. <laughs> But you know what I mean? It's like I've part tried, A, part but... B, part C. Here's a joke. You have this joke and then this joke right. and then this joke. And it feels very like, like I can see the board with the index cards on it. Yes. You know what I mean? 100%. Um, again, not necessarily a bad thing. No, that's great sometimes. It was it was interesting watching it this time with a more critical eye. I don't know. Gross. Um, but, uh, and just kind of realizing how formulaic it felt. Yeah. Even though it was still funny, it was still landing, it was still hitting, blah, blah, blah. Um, also, by the way, we both freaked out at a one moment in this film because when they're doing a thing uh, where they're like interviewing the kids about Regina George, one of them says her favorite movie is Varsity Blues. Yeah, right. And we were like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because obviously neither one of us had remembered that line. No. I mean. I mean, come on. Come on. That's the connection. That's the connection. Um, So, yeah, I mean, things I love about this movie. Yes. Uh, I think Lindsay Lohan does a great job. I think Rachel McAdams is one of the great, Actresses. Like actresses yeah, of all time. Yeah. Like I really do. Absolutely. And she can do it all. She can do it all, folks. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, I love you. Uh, no, yeah, she's great. She's and it's, so funny in, yeah. in, in things. She's such a good, <laughs> such a good actress. Um, and then also Amanda Seyfried is Amanda so funny. Amanda Seyfried. I was like, I knew Lin- Lindsay Lohan is good. I knew Rachel McAdams was good. And I knew that Amanda Seyfried was good. But watching it this time, I was really like, God damn, Amanda Seyfried is so funny. She's so funny. And and just... She also can do it all. She can do it all and just, like, plays this part that's almost like a throwaway, not like, yes, you're going to play the blonde bimbo. Right, you're and dumb. just brings so much life to it, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Meadows is so good. Tim Meadows I love is Tim so Meadows. good. Um, there's just a lot of, like, good jokes. I mean, I know the, like... 
stop trying to make fetch happen and, and all that stuff gets, has gotten like repeated, like anchorman into oblivion. Yeah. 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 But it is funny. Yeah. Like that stuff is fucking funny. Yeah. And like you go Glenn Coco. You go Glenn Coco. That's Uh, my favorite one. I know. But like all that stuff is like, Oh, it's, you know, it's like when I was, when I was a kid and the big thing was like quoting Monty Python and that, that was like, you just like say Knights of Knee at someone and it's like, oh, and then it's like, oh, you're the most annoying person on the planet. Yeah. And and those jokes don't work anymore. (laughs) Um, but those things are funny. Like those in Mean Girls and, and like, um, but this time there were other jokes where I was like, oh, I didn't remember that one. And that was really funny. Like what? Like, I mean, everything Amy Poehler does is very funny in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. And... Like, I'm a cool mom stuff. Oh, you keep me young. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't ask people why they're white is a funny line. Oh, my God. Wait, if you're from Africa, then why are you white? Oh, my God, Karen. You can't ask people why they're white. <laughs> That's, like, the best. And I am going to say it, in someone else's hands, would not play as well as it does with Amanda Seyfried. She does it perfectly. Yeah, she's great. And... Lacey Chabert, yeah. the follow-up, does, does an amazing job. Like, it's just so well played. That whole scene when Katie first sits with the plastics is great. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, really pretty. Thanks. So you agree. What? You think you're pretty. Like, it's just killer. That yeah. is a perfect scene. Yeah. And the the all the writing of, like, the way that Regina George, like, negs people and calls them loser and calls them sluts and whores and stuff. Yeah. But affectionately, but not. Yeah. It's, like, really smart and really fun. Yeah. I also love the line, um, my nana takes her wig off when she's drunk. <laughs> That's, like, a really good line that I forgot about. Anyway, so there's lots of, like, really good stuff in it. It's Mean Girls. You know Mean Girls. Right. It's still funny. Yeah. Um, there is also a ton of pro Matic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, starting with the whole scene, I, I, there's a whole scene where uh, Janice and, oh, what's his name? Damien are teaching her about the different tables at the cafeteria. Um, and they all have their, you know, their names like Asian nerds, hot Asians. Uh, what's the, what's the, hold on, I wrote it down. Oh, unfriendly black hotties. Yeah. Like there's just, and it's, again, it's one of those things where it's not like directly problematic and it's also not necessarily incorrect to say like clicks are a thing, sure, in schools, but like it's not directly problematic, but it's also just like, um... Especially the unfriendly black hotties really doesn't sit well with me. It yeah. It plays think, into the whole, obviously, like, angry black woman thing. Um, yeah. 100%. And I yeah. think that, like, that, yeah, it's just weird and, and there's like, just a lot of and... Yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, attempting to, to make a comment on something and just completely missing the mark. And that's definitely one of the biggest ones. Another one that I had never really thought about before until this viewing was the fact that they spend the entire movie with this running joke of Janice being a lesbian, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's why she and Regina aren't friends anymore because she's like, Oh, she's a lesbian. Um, and then they make a point to, for Janice during the like trust fall thing to say like, yeah, I guess it's because I'm a big fat lesbian, like making the joke and being like, fuck you, right. whatever. And then they also make a point to, at the end of the movie, call no homo for some reason. She kisses Damien. She ends up dating the... Kevin G. Kevin G. Yeah. And it's just like, 
it's so frustrating because it's unnecessary and it feels weirdly tacked on. It always felt weirdly tacked on that it was like, oh, Janice is going to start dating Kevin G, who says earlier in the movie, I only date women of color. Right. And that, like, it's just a weird thing. It always felt weird to me. And then I realized this time, I think that's why. It's because they spend the entire movie making this joke. And and it feels like they're they're saying, like, that you can't just assume that someone's a lesbian because of the way they dress. Right. Which is right? true. Which is absolutely <laughs> true. But then they're like, well, no, we have to make sure that everybody knows that she's not a lesbian. Right. They should have. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, why? Why? Yeah, exactly. There's Very a, annoying. There's also like, there's an N word. Well, let's talk about that because that was <laughs> a big, no, because that was a big thing. Um, recently, um, this guy made a TikTok calling Tina Fey out for basically how she portrays Asian characters in all of her stuff. It's always a horrible stereotype. Um, They always speak broken English. And she often casts, uh, for example, Korean people to play Vietnamese people. Sure. And doesn't care. Right. You know what I mean? Is not paying attention to that. And this movie specifically, so the two characters are Trang Pak and Sun Jin Din. Um, who, I mean, for one, their whole story arc is that they're sleeping with the coach, right? which is like straight up pedophilia and gross. Right. Um, and then there's this scene where they're, they're arguing and the translation on the screen is N word, please. Right. Sometimes it's bitch, please. What do you mean sometimes? It, depending on where you watch it. Oh, so yeah. they've changed it? So like, it's, yeah. So it's it's in different places. That's um, interesting. I didn't right. know that. And the actual translation of what the girls are saying mm-hmm. is, come on, please. So that's just a joke that they made. They decided okay. it was translated to N-word, please, or bitch, please. Right. And it's not. Right. They're saying, come on, please. Um, also, apparently, Trang Pak, and I say apparently because I don't know. I'm just as ignorant. But Trang Pak is a half Korean and half, half Vietnamese name. Okay. So it's just like she... So it's one of those things where, like we said, we're, we're pretending like we've conquered racism. So yeah. we can make fun of these things and it's okay. When in actuality, that's not true. And also just like, and the, I think the biggest issue this person had was that sure. Mean girls was, let's say mean girls was Tina Fey's first foray. And sure, like, yeah. she hopefully has learned something, but she hasn't because everything since then, Kimmy Schmidt, 30 rock, all of these things yeah. do the same exact thing. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, it's like that whole thing with 30 Rock where she pulled the blackface episodes and then yeah. was like, give me a medal. And it's like, you're the lady who thought that in the 21st century, blackface was funny. Right. So, nope. Yeah, I think that there's a thing that is like long overdue where people who maybe felt like they just had carte blanche to like uh, make jokes about anything, make jokes about any race make jokes from, you know, like, oh, I'm an, I'm an equal opportunity offender and you can't get mad at me because I, whatever. Yeah. Um, should, you know, kind of rethink that thing. Like, you, you, you and, I, you know, I'm sure, I'm like, as someone who works in comedy, like, I'm sure when I was at The Onion, which was a very white space when I was there, like, mm-hmm. extremely white, extremely male uh, when I was there, like, I'm sure there were plenty of things that we thought were edgy that in retrospect, we would be like, ooh, not great, not ideal. Right. 
Right. I and think I, that I, I'm not, and I'm, but I, but I think I take, I take your point also that like, oh, this is a little different than looking back on one incident and being like, I regret. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like I, I, I am absolutely the person that wants to leave space for learning and growing oh, yeah, and yeah, changing yeah. your mind and realizing that you were wrong. But thus far, I'm not sure that Tina Fey has gotten there. Right. Sure. <laughs> She's not there yet. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and I don't mean to be like, look, we all do it. I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. I'm saying like, it's, it wasn't right then. It's not right now. Right. But, like, I, but again, we go back to this thing talking about how this was such a weird era with both of these films where it was quote, okay. Now I don't mean to be crass. Oh. But does us having a DVD that has the N word on it? mean that that dvd is like 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 is that is this like a uh a thing that is collector's out of, item i wasn't gonna say collector's item okay <laughs> i would not say that that's not what i mean <laughs> i mean like they don't print it that way anymore right i don't know honestly i don't know we'd have to check i'm not checking that i'm not googling that well it what well what can we stream uh mean girls anywhere we can't oh i mean you well, can purchase it Right, but we're not going to purchase it to check. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not either. Anyway, um, also like all-time classic joke in the mov- in this movie or any movie is mm-hmm. like, I can't help that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> and that woman. She crushes it. Talk about another just like, like, where is she? What is she doing? I hope she has an insane career because she is hysterical at every turn. I looked it up and she was also in Spotlight. Oh. And that's the other biggest thing that she's been in, probably like with one line, I don't remember. That's so funny. But, um, so maybe she's like Rachel McAdams' friend? I don't know. Oh, that would be really funny. No, but But she's... that's like an all-time classic line read. Yeah. All-time classic joke. Someone who comes in has, you know, I'm sure she has some other lines She in does movie, have a bunch of other but lines, like, yeah. But, but like that's has, has one joke, fucking crushes it. Yeah. And like says like, Her great, face. that's... That's my contribution to cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Her face, the way she says it, she it's can, beautiful. Yeah. Like, what a, what a champ. What yeah. a hero. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh, and I, I, hate to, I hate to, like, harp on how annoying, annoying this movie is in some ways. Harp it. But the thing, the whole, okay, so, okay, so the whole thing of, like, I think we've talked about this before, but the whole thing... Of you walk into the cafeteria and here's the clicks. Yeah. Feels very dated to me. Yeah. Was not my high school experience. And no. I, we went to high school before this movie was made. Yeah. Um, was not, I don't, I don't, I know that there are clicks in schools. I was part of them, like whatever. Right. But I don't think it's as clean all the time as you walk into a cafeteria. And the whole thing, this movie's based on a book and the whole, the whole premise that they only kind of have to of, you know, teens are like, Animals on the African safari. Yeah. Which is clearly like what the germ of the movie is. Right. But then they only kind of have to do it. Yeah. Um, but that is also an annoying, like, it's like teens are like animals. Did you? And it's like, no, okay. okay. Fuck off. Yeah. It's like very patronizing. Another patronizing part of this uh-huh. is the part at the end where she's like, she where she splits up the the crown, uh, the crown <laughs> and hands it out to everyone. Oh, God. Lindsay Lohan hands it out to everyone, including like, the fat girl. And right. she's like, you look really pretty tonight. That hair must have taken a really long time. Like because she, the only thing that could possibly be pretty about her is her hair. Right. Like, she wants a, a pat on the head. Yeah. 
she for telling the fat girl that she looks pretty, telling the disabled girl that she's that her dress is nice. Her dress looks nice. Yeah. Um, like all these things. So right. it's like again, it's just like it's like heart's kind of in the right place, but it's just like a misfire. Yeah. Um in in a weird way. And I also don't know. It's just like so unrealistic. Like let's Yeah, and let and 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 just like the movie's unrealistic, but you know what I'm saying? It's like let's say that there's a high school out there that where the clicks are are that uh absurd, that heightened. You're not going to like solve anything by getting up on stage at the spring fling and yeah. trying to get them together. Like that's not going to work. Right. You know. Uh, you look really pretty, fat girl. Really pretty, fatty. Um. Anyway. Buh. Um, so it was. It was. It felt. It feels a little like Pineapple Express, where it was like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna have a real fun time, and then we watch it, and like, I don't mean to be a fucking wet blanket I on know, every movie. I, I know. really don't want to do that. I know. Like, I don't want to do that. Well, and the, I. I don't think we are. I think we've said. Several times. There's lots to love about Mean Girls. There There's is. a lot of good comedy happening there. There is. Yeah. Every movie is a tapestry. I this is my classic line. Yeah. About every movie being a tapestry. I've never said this before. <laughs> sorry. Um, every movie is a tapestry, and uh, and the and some and some of the threads are good and some are bad. This is put it on a pillow. That's not what. Put that's, it on a tapestry. That's not how tapestries work. What's a ta- I don't know what a tapestry is. <laughs> Um, anyway. Oh, we forgot to say, uh, we forgot to say where Varsity Blues is available. Is it available anywhere? It's a, you can watch it on HBO Max right now, baby. Holy shit. That's um, great. So that, there's, there, there's that. That's, <laughs> there's that. Another classic Mike line. There's that. Um, should we pit them against each other? And do the podcast, do the premise of the podcast. We should. What do we do? What do we do? I know. I mean, like, I feel like I know how you feel. Yes. But I'm a little more torn, I think. I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not deeply like, like, we got to keep either of these. Right. But (laughs) of the two, Mean Girls has some good jokes in it, man. Yeah. To me. No, I agree. But Varsity Blues is just such a, like, it's so, it's so in my brain. Nostalgia, baby. Yeah. All right, should we do the Joe Garden Memorial point system? We got to do it. We got to do it. That is going to help us decide, I think. Okay. All right, so we got Varsity Blues, we got Mean Girls. First, rate on a scale between 1 and 20. Okay. I'm going to give Varsity Blues a 4. A 4. Okay, wow. And I'm going to give Mean Girls a, a 13. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm going to give Varsity Blues a tan. A tan. That's, <laughs> tan. A, line, that's a line from Varsity Blues, sure. you guys. Um, and I'm going to give Mean Girls a 12. Oh, wow. Mean Girls lower for, for you than for me. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Fascinating. You want to explore that or? No, I think we're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> second, add or subtract points based on these criteria. Is it in the Criterion Collection plus one point? No. Varsity Blues is not in the Criterion it's Collection. It's not. 
someday. Is a part of a series you own others of, plus no. two points? No. Is a part of a box set, plus five points? No. Mm-hmm. Lady Director, plus eight points? No. No, although very stupid that Mean Girls is not directed yeah. by a woman. That's true. Is it available streaming? Minus one point for every platform it is available on. So minus one point from Varsity Blues. One, yeah, okay. Has the director been canceled? Minus four points. No. No. Does it star James Woods or John Voight? Uh, this is our first John Voight. Yeah. Minus six points from Varsity Blues. Wow. And then we have these other rules. Nostalgia points from one to five. Okay. I, I, I got to give Varsity Blues five nostalgia points. And I would give Mean Girls three nostalgia points. Okay, I'd give Varsity Blues two nostalgia points because mm. it, the you know Green Day pumping on the soundtrack. Come on, yeah, right. Um, and then Mean Girls, uh, you know, it came out when we were in college and stuff, so not fewer, fewer for me. One nostalgia point. <laughs> fewer for me. Yes. Would you like to give me a number? No. <laughs> gag reel points. Five points for a gag reel. Seven points for a good gag reel. So. Mean, mean Girls, Girls automatically gets five. Would you give it seven definitely. for a good one? It was All a great right. gag reel. They did it right. I agree. It's long. It's coherent. They know what a gag uh, what a gag is. It's true. And what a blooper is. It's, it's true. not just like. It's not. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. <laughs> All right. Where are we so at? So we're tallying. We're adding up the points here. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> Were there lyrics to that song? Or? Okay. That's it. Um, that's the adding up the, that's the Joe, Joe Garden Memorial point system theme song. Okay. Um, so, final tally. I give Varsity Blues an eight and Mean Girls 22. You <laughs> give Mean Girls 21. Okay. And Varsity Blues negative one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we're I we're saying goodbye to Varsity Blues. I'm sorry. I think we think we are saying goodbye to Varsity Blues. I mean, it does give me some comfort that it's available streaming. HBO Max, baby. So, uh, thank the, you. The, the Thinking Man's Netflix. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Varsity Blues. Thanks for the memes uh, and the uh, okay soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, time capsule soundtrack. Sure. All right. I guess we should uh, move on and uh, let's pick this next matchup. Matchup! Hey Siri. Uh huh. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 486. 486 is from 2002, The Good Girl. Ooh, okay. I feel like when that came out and when we got the DVD, mm-hmm. I feel like I saw that movie probably 20 times. Yeah. And then I have not seen it In a since. very long time. Yeah. But I really liked it. I really liked it at the time. We'll see, I guess. We'll see. Let's see. <laughs> All right. The let's... only thing that sur- has survived in my brain from it is Jake Gyllenhaal eating blueberries. They're sweet. They're sweet. They're blackberries. Um, Damn it. <laughs> um, All right. Let's see what's going up against it. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between 1 and 1,321. A random number between 1 and 1,321 is 1,070. From 1994, Shallow Grave. 
Oh, that's like a heisty. Not no, they like find money or something. Yeah, Ewan McGregor, and um, it's a Danny Boyle movie. Yeah, it's, I don't think I've actually seen it. I, I think don't you think, just told me about it. I don't think you've seen it either. Yeah, but uh, it's a it's like a weirdly like a childhood favorite for me. So. <laughs> I mean, actually, not a. Ch- we'll get into it next week. Yeah, I can't wait. All right, good girl and shallow grave. That's a. That's an interesting matchup. Yeah. I've never seen Shallow Grave, but <laughs> but I know it's one of your favorites, so. Yeah. I watched Shallow Grave pretty recently, like sometime in the last year, because I oh. think what we have is a criterion Ooh. of it. So I'm excited to watch that with you. I'm excited to, for you to see it. Okay. Um, it's the first thing I ever saw you and McGregor in. Oh. And uh, Good Girl, I'm excited to re- revisit. Yeah. Tim Blake Nelson. There yeah. you go. Oh, yeah. Tim Blake Nelson, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, I was like... We'll talk about this next week. We don't need to get into it right now. <laughs> we really don't. We really don't. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you got this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all of the places. We got the Insta. We got the Twitter. We got the Gmail. We got the World Wide Web. And I hope... I hope that you feel proud of yourself today. Because it's nice when someone else is proud of you, but it's equally as important to be proud of yourself so love that so yeah great all right come back next week and see who survives dvd DVD deathmatch ciao hopefully this doesn't sound like garbage we did it